So pretty quick, I just wanted to get in here real quick. Also, I wanted to talk about something. And uh, by the way, uh, give it up. Give it up for my homeboy Shano. Pulled up and really did an awesome job. His first time on the podcast. Hopefully, uh, you hear him on my podcast frequently. It'd be awesome. So, I want to get into something right quick. Uh, so, yeah. Dramatic effect, pause, drum roll. So, yeah. I am the dad. You heard me? Chief Mulatto Poppy, really poppy. The results came back. London, the paternity test. I got the papers back. I am her father. Uh, that's awesome, man. Give it up for me. Uh, to keep it real with you, yeah, I always believed that I was her father. But it's good to know and have that gratification like okay now it's the courts know too and now everybody knows you know so people can stop playing with me about it that is my daughter so hopefully uh moving forward uh there's a couple more steps i have to do in this legal process with the whole situation got a got a motion and file some documents and uh just you know Every step I take is a step closer to my baby girl. If you know what's been going on, it's been pretty documented. But if you don't know what's going on, um, basically, um, there's been an OP on me, uh, and it's from my baby mama and includes my child. So there's an OP on me, and uh, you know. I'm just in a, I'm just in a shitty situation dealing with some some people that don't aren't fond of me and this and that. So without speaking negativity on them or anybody, uh, I just say like yeah. Today I had court earlier today. It was just me who showed up on my side and I spoke to my attorney. Uh, then I seen my baby mama, her new boyfriend, then her other baby daddy and his girlfriend. So. That first moment of stepping in the courtroom and watching all them look at me and I'm looking up and I step up and just the fact that I held my composure and the fact, you know, and that's the first time I've seen my baby mama in months. So, you know, kudos to her for bringing her man through, you know, she's strong. Give it up for her (laughs) showing that she's, uh, you know, capable of getting another mate, which is cool. Right? I don't have a problem with that. I know I sound like a snarky ass, but, you know, that's fine. I really, like I said, I don't got no issue with that. Uh, without getting into all the specifics, like, why is there OP on me and this and that, I'll just, I'll just say, like, listen. And anybody can go up to a circuit clerk's office and file for that for, and put an OP on somebody. Anybody can do that. There's no... That's something that the law might have to address because anybody can do that. There's not no like investigation or no double questions. Oh, why are you putting this OP on somebody? You don't even got to ask no questions. You could just go. I could file an OP on anybody if I wanted to. I fucked up in the first place, though, because I started it and I put an OP on her first and then we went to court and then I asked the judge to extend it for two years. The judge didn't. 
uh, my baby mama said, oh, does that mean that I can see my kid? The judge was like, uh, I'm not telling, I'm, the judge didn't say either answer really. He just, he was like, I'm not selling you no, but I'm not telling you yeah. So she ended up bringing a cop and, you know, she spoke to the cop prior and all this and Basically, she sent the cop off live to the cop, said that the judge told her whatever, and so they came in where I was at at the time, and was like, yo, you gotta give us your daughter, or else we gotta take you to jail. I'm like, what? For what? You feel me? And, uh, so, fuck it. After break it down, cried and all that, I finally fit after 10 minutes of cussing the police out. I gave up my daughter. That's like really like, it's been like the last time I held her like that for real, you know. Even how I got her in that position uh, was because my baby mom was passed out, blacked out drunk. The neighbors called me and shit, you know. You got to come get your baby, you know. On my birthday whole time, I'm teed up. But that was in the past. So yeah. So anyway, yeah. Court went good. They, you know, results came back. I'm the dad. So now we just got to go back to court on the 16th for like another hearing. But they just dragging their feet on this whole process. But you know, it's good though how things turned out. I skipped my last two court dates, so it's like I feel like by. By boycotting that, it's like I feel like I forced their hand to hurry up and make a decision to have and make the court pay for, you know, this paternity test, which they should. I shouldn't come out of pocket. I shouldn't even be in this predicament. I shouldn't have an OP on me. I, there's a lot of shit as I, there's a lot of I shouldn't in that situation or I, I shouldn't have, you know. I take responsibility. I take responsibility for my part in the shit I did do. That's different than taking blame for something. I take responsibility. There's a whole difference even in the mindset of that. I'm not going to take the blame for shit, but I'll, I'll take the responsibility of something. So you, you can understand the difference, know the difference. If you don't know the difference, ask somebody what the difference is. Um, and I'm back on schedule. I'll, I'll be back to my job. Uh, my regular job, scheduled job, whatever, this week, so that's exciting, I'm looking forward to that, like, I've been out of work for, since the 18th of September, so, over a month, I haven't been working because of COVID, that COVID shit put me, that put me out for a month, but it was awesome, though, I, like, for what it was, what I was able to do, with all this time, like, look, shit, growing the podcast, like, have time to do my podcast nine episodes in and then my music on my SoundCloud page which you can find me at SoundCloud Chief Mulatto Poppy C-H-I-E-F that's how you spell Chief right M-A-L-O-T-T-O-P-A-P-I I before E Except after C, right? So it's C-H, yeah. C-H-I-E-F. However, but anyway. This weed got to me. This weed got to me. Uh, Last episode, we were smoking facing a blunt. 
passed out. And I just recently woke up from a weed nap, so I just said, fuck it, let's get back on the pod. Show them who Pod Poppy is. So, yeah, just a quick summary of things, you know, in court, like I said, you know, and then, you know, when anyone says, oh, court went good, <laughs> that's funny to me, right? Like, what? <laughs> you know, get getting kicked in the balls went good. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. But, uh, you know, for what it was and what it's worth, and dude, it really felt like a movie scene. Like, I swear, if there was somebody recording me and you put some background music behind it, dude, it'd be cinematic. And I was dressed in all black. All black, like, fucking... Honestly, black shirt, black bubble coat, black, like, I don't know what you call, I, I don't know what you call these pants, like, workout pants or athletic pants, whatever, track pants, whatever, but black shoes, it was just a fucking funeral vibe, so. Then, you know, the funniest part, the whole thing, right, is. When we, when, when the judge says, okay, yeah, you know, we're done here, whatever, when everybody's leaving, I watched my baby mama walk past me or whatever, and my baby mama was, she just mugged the fuck out of me, you know, on her way out, which I'm not surprised at that, you know what I mean, and I haven't, I don't really even know her, you know, especially anymore, but it's like, you know, I never really did. I was on drugs for one when I met her for two. Uh, no, there's just so much drama there. And it was just so toxic and chaotic, man. I'm a prime example of uh, wrap it up, man. You know? Wrap that shit up, dude. I love my daughter. For what it's worth, though, and, like, the time I've spent learning this and that and all that. And just even, just regardless. I love my kid. But, yeah, dealing with this shit, I, I don't wish this on anybody. I don't think anybody should have to deal with this shit that I've gone through. I think the, the, I think the court system is failing us. It's failed us for, for bid, for like, and we're a minority as far as fathers in Illinois. The fathers who do want to see their kids, but they're getting held out and blackballed by either their baby mama or somebody from her family, you know. That shit's so common. And the defense is, is so weak, set up for men, because it's like, shit, what can we do? It feels like extortion when you tell me, oh, we'll go hire a private attorney. <laughs> the same, like your buddy, like, like give, let y'all want money to go talk to some higher people and sign some documents. That's it. It's not like no groundwork, footwork, detective work, no shit like that. So whatever that you're going to make me do is just only going to make you look okay as a brand, it's gonna make you look okay as, a, as, you know, what you're, but it's bullshit, I 
I'm at this point with this whole shit. Now I'm I'm cooperating and it feels like I'm working with the fucking I am, I guess, in a sense, working with the law. And I don't like that shit. Keep it all the way gangster. Like, this ain't even no... And this ain't no, like, you know, situation, like, uh, on some street shit. And then, you know, you telling, you know, police shit to, to help you cut your time. This ain't nothing like that. But but even to... Just even doing anything with police like that. Uh, and it's not even really police. This is, this is different. This is the fucking court system. This is, you know, the step above police. This is like two, three steps above them. But I have to, man. Internally and in my guts, bro. And just everything, bro. I don't like... I don't like nothing about the law or the justice system or the court system or the hierarchy or anything about... Like, there's nothing appealing and I don't believe in any of that. So, I'm already biased towards, you know, fuck them. But... I gotta play, you gotta play hardball sometimes, and life will teach you that, I gotta get dirty and down with these motherfuckers, do it this way, so I can get my shit my way, and that's just the way it is, like, sometimes, and so this is just really a matter of me really swallowing my pride and doing what I gotta do, so due to that, I think, you know, DCFS is gonna make me they, they put it like, you know, we're offer services. So basically, I'm going to have to do certain shit um, with them for the effort of getting my kid back or whatever, or just, you know, in the long run for my benefit. Either way, you know, basically, one of the things would be like, you know, I got to start taking a drug test. So that barks up, that brings up, you know, the fact, like, oh, well, am I going to still, you know, if I'm going to take a drug test, am I going to pass or fail that motherfucker, let's just say that, you know, without fucking snitching or whatever, telling on myself or without saying too much, let's just say that, because, and what do you take and test, what, what happens, you either pass or fail it, right? So I'm gonna just keep it player and say it like that. I've never failed a drug test. Studied for all the mine. You hear me? Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. I think taking, I think being held accountable and being, you know, saying like, yeah, that would, that would help me stop. And in retrospect, bro, I need to really do everything, anything for the benefit of my health at this point. And it's really, it's, it's important, bro. I can't stress it enough. I'm, it's sad that I'm in my thirties that I'm just giving this such a big kick now and wasn't really focused on it earlier, but it's still great that I'm on it now. Just, first of all, addressing my health like I'm overweight, dude. I could easily lose 60 pounds right now, and that would be great. Now, I say I can't easily lose it, but but you know what I'm saying? If I'd lost it, that would be great for me. And, and 60 pounds for me, <clears throat> and I'm telling you, because that put me down at like 140-ish. So, man, yeah, being 200, bro, being 5'7", 
I hate it, bro. Like, this is like the, the midget version of my 600-pound life, right? I'm telling you. And I, I'm fucking, I need to fucking, you know, my physique right now needs to fucking change. I'm, and I'm having a tough time trying to dial in on certain workouts and what to eat and when to eat and everything. Because it's like, I see those guys on YouTube, right, who do these workout videos and all this shit. And like, you know, and in my mind, right, this is what I'm saying. Because, you know, it's it looks fucking cool. When the dudes are ripped and shit and fucking saying all this motivational shit and telling you what to do. It looks cool, right? But this is where I'm saying, like, bro, you're fucking already shredded. I'm fat as fuck. So what the fuck are you telling me, right? That's really got something to do with me. Like, it just, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, you know, I feel like, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I need to know what I can do as a fat guy to really start losing big amounts of weight because, you know, it's like, like when you see these skinny fucking dudes, these ripped dudes telling you all the shit, how to do what to do. It's like, it sounds like they're bait. It's like a skinny dude trying to tell you how to be fat. And they can't because they're skinny, but like they're telling, trying to tell you, like, I'll do this. And then I step in and stay just talking anything. And it's like, okay, what? So I start telling you how to be fat. And it's just, you just, you just, you feel like I know what I'm talking about more because I'm fat and he's not what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Moving on. <coughs> but I am, I am. I am going to lose weight, and I know I'm smoking weed right now, but eventually I'll stop or take a break. I think, really, I've been just stressing a lot lately, so, you know, I've just been leaning on that. And more so lately with this month, I've been indulged because I've had this time off. Getting COVID was was a blessing, though, because it allowed me to sit down and get some time in with my craft and shit. Now I've gotten so much at this point that going back to work, I could still balance things and add more to my life like you know it's 12 hour shifts four days a week okay so four days a week is usually you know just i'll just keep it to work then on my off days right that first day i'm gonna catch up on my sleep and i really don't even sleep a lot anyway but i'll just catch up That first part of my first day, the back half podcast. Then that second day, gym, workout, train, sauna, all that shit. My third day, my third day, I don't have structure to it. It's just whatever. So that could be from, it could go range anywhere from me doing anything. I could do a podcast, I could play video games, chill, whatever, but but that's even a format. So working four days, work four days, podcast, sleep and podcast, and train the second day, and then yeah, that third day is, you know, a free day. So that that works out. I'll get to the point that uh, 
I'm going to start investing more into this podcast. And I'll put, I'll put, I'll put in, I'll put something down in the polls or whatever. Like, how should I invest, like, in the podcast? Like, with ads, with, uh, uh, trying to think of different examples, just different ways to market and promote this podcast. Because eventually, what I want to do is get a camera and put a visual to this and upload it on YouTube. Start getting that monetized through Patreon, some shit like that, you know. Just start getting more computers and more equipment, more microphones and sound systems. Uh, laptops have been really good for me. But at some point, I'm probably going to get like, a, I need a desktop at some point, probably. I haven't ran into an issue really where I, I, I needed to say that already, but I just see it coming eventually. I guess I have certain instances, but, but anyway, yeah, so London, and at this point, now that I know, you know, that I have, because I know you were mine, I didn't doubt that, I've, I've, and I've said that, and I've analyzed it, and you know, when I say it, if I've said, like, I've had doubts or whatever, I know, because I never had a doubt, you're my daughter, and I was there, I knew you were mine, and I was, so I was there, you know what I'm saying, like, I if you weren't my kid, that would have been so fucked up how I was in a delivery room, and I was in a relationship with, with that woman, right, and, and Linda wouldn't have been mine, that would have been crazy, but we didn't work out, and I'm, I'm blessed that she turned out healthy, man, you know, right now, in, in the retros, in, in hindsight, because it hurts to, I, I just can't see my daughter, but it's a blessing that she's getting taken care of better right now. I hope so. I would assume so. I mean, I and I'll, I can only say that for my benefit, even to say that, because I don't know what's going on for real. But, he, but you know, I hope the best when any, it's, whenever it's about my daughter. And that takes a real person to say that, you know what I'm saying? The best, even if it's not me. You know, and so she's with her, and she's with her other two brothers, too. And that's the first time, too, that the brothers are together, too. So it's just a big thing for the whole. So there's that. So I get that. I'm not going to take London's brothers away from her, either. Like, I don't want to do that, Right. I know I'm her father, and I'm good on that. And also, I'm good also with not having a relationship with my baby mama. I've seen her with several men. So, any man that she's with at this point, I'm just laughing at. I'm laughing at myself harder, but I'm just like, man, I'm looking at the shit like he don't even fucking know. You know how many different, like, and it was crazy, dude, all the last year, bro was fucking rough for me watching my baby mama fuck so many different dudes and then lie about it and then make me feel bad and then make me try to choose her and make just play all these fucking manipulation mind games and uh, 
I'm not going to make this podcast a baby mama bashing podcast, but I'm telling you, though, I'm dropping gems on this podcast, and I'm going to stand up and hold it down for real men on this podcast, too, though. We not finna condone no bitches. You understand me? We, Adult School Marco Podcast, gonna teach you the, we gonna teach you different uh, characteristics and different, just different things about a, a woman, right? We gonna, we gonna, you gonna find out the difference between a bitch and a lady. You know, because it's levels to this shit. So keep it 100. When I say bitch, that's not, you know, nobody, hey, listen, bitch ain't gender based, right? When I say bitch, it's universal. It could be a man or a woman or whatever, trans, whatever. There's no gender bitch. You so So that's that. And women know. I'm talking to women. Women know. Women can tell the difference between ladies and bitches. I'm a ladies man. Get down understood. Like, you know, play a pimp and all that. Smooth, all that. Light skin, all that. And I'm a ladies man. I flirt, whatever, you know. Good guy, all that shit. A ladies man. I'm not a bitch man. Like, we ain't gonna, you know, these bitches... You know how these bitches act, bro? Do you know what a bitch look like? And what a bitch will do? I'm telling you, I'll be 31 in November. I'll tell you what, I'm done with dealing with the, them bitches. You hear me? I left that. Hey, <laughs> you hear me? Hey, no more bitches. Just women, ladies only. You hear me? Women, ladies, yeah. Shout out to T Pain, yeah. I got that, got that vocab from him, but yeah, women, ladies. <clears throat> I tell you what, a bitch will have you in a lawsuit, okay? And let me tell you what this bitch, my baby mama, did right was have me in a lawsuit. Case closed. <laughs> Real shit. And that's just I could keep going on, but I'm just leave that there. Got away from her ass. God damn. You know, another thing that's hard for me, too, is like, because I haven't seen my daughter, right? My baby mama don't want me to have no relationship with my kid, either. And she got it fucked up herself, either. She already got it fucked up as far as her situation with the kids and all that shit, what she did and all that shit. So it's different. And she's technically in trouble for some shit, right? But, but all this shit. But I can't even front like when I see my daughter. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to my daughter for one, for two. I'm not gonna play to her and she probably already know. Right? Like she probably already know and on top of that, like I don't I don't even know what the convos one series gonna be like. But I'm not gonna tell her. That I'm cool with her mama. If she asks, I'm going to keep it a buck. I ain't worried about my daughter knowing too much. I, I'd rather do do that than her not know enough. You hear me? And that's on every level. And I'm 
telling you, that's my DNA, it's my kid. So when I say, like, you know, when I speak about my daughter, it's more spiritual for me. It's not, it's not just on some, oh, my piece of sperm type shit. It's just not on that. You know, it's really, like, deeper than that with me. And off the strength, like, I was there, I took care of my child. I really took care of my child. Diapers, all that. Cleaned her, washed her, wiped her ass, changed her, like, all of that shit. Like, took care of her when she was sick. Like, woke up in a fucking month. Like, you know, I did all that shit. I was a father, so, you know, my baby mama getting down on me. And really, she in trouble. DCFS caught her up on some shit. But this OP was on me before that happened. So, you know, it's just like, fuck. You know, it's, just, it's a... I So at this point, I'm just really trying to get that OP modified, edited, just to see my daughter, you know what I'm saying? Get that time in, because I'm not interested in making up with my baby mama or nothing like that. You know? Long live Big Clout. And I'm telling you what he say, and I say it too. Just like I said it in the NBA 2K22 flow. And sometimes I say it just in just in, just in conversation. Like, if it's up, it's stuck. <laughs> if it's up, it's stuck. Bitch, I feel like duck. You hear me? Like, I'm telling you, if you know, you know. And that's the attitude I got with this whole situation. I'm not even in the streets like that no more. To be honest, I'm not. But when it comes to certain shit, my principles of a street nigga is going to come into effect. Right? When it comes to certain shit, my principles of a street nigga going to come into effect. I'm not out here, you know, doing none of that extra shit, that young nigga shit. You know what I'm talking about. But don't get it fucked up with me. That's the biggest thing that you need to know. It's because I can get on whatever. If need be, if I felt like it and all that. Don't press me and push me. There's people that love me that would put their life on the line about me too. And they, and there's people that if I tell them, hey, eat. Then they gonna fucking go for your face, you hear me? I be keeping it real cool and player with a lot, but you know, we done took it there before when we saw what happened, so hey. You know, let us not push that line, cause cause only thing behind that is death or jail. And I'm trying to live and get money and get laid and you hear me? have fun and laugh and all that type of shit, man. Life really too short. You got to start really locking in on what you trying to do, what you trying to make out of life. I get tired of going day by day. It's going to the next day stagnant, bored, depressed. Let's fucking live. Let's fucking take a trip. Let's fucking, you know, if we going to turn up, hit dispo, let's drop some real money. Let's get fucked up or let's get some money. You know, let's stack some money, let's trap, let's invest, let's, you know, and trapping could be more ways than one. Trapping ain't just selling weed or selling coke or none of that shit. You know, shit, you trapping at your job when you clock in. 
trapping to me is whatever you're doing to get the money. Whatever that action is, whatever your hustle is, to get the money. You trapping. Like, and I'm trapping this podcast right now. And slowly but surely, just like dope money, the shit coming in. So when you subscribe to my podcast, you put money in my account, which I'm going to turn around and invest in the better equipment, invest in a, a different DAW, different recording software, editing software, hardware, all of this shit, different, or whenever, you know, or, you know, shit, gas, anything, it's money is everything, goes to everything, and you can never have enough money, and there's a science, and there's methods of, of how, when you have money, when you acquire money, you start getting money, there's ways that you should start acting and conducting yourself and moving, just like I need to start doing that, you know, like, a lot, you know, and less is more, you know, I'll get on here and talk for two hours on a podcast, but sometime I might go a fucking week and not say a lot, <clears throat> you know, but save it for the podcast, I'm at that point too, <laughs> really get big back into uh, writing my notebook. Either it be lyrics or it's just like journal shit. Just, you know, now I got a platform to get my shit off. People want to hear what's going on, what I'm doing. You know, they're going to learn facts about me. You know, fun facts and even like facts as an artist. Like like me talking about and I'm going to get back into like some mixtape type era shit. And I done been through some eras, man. I started rapping in like 04, 05, really. Started pressing up my tapes and shit whenever I was like 7th grade, 8th grade, or whatever. Uh, so I would do that, then I started rapping, going to the booth, and just doing so many different songs and freestyles and all that shit for so long. Uh, had songs, some has a lot of shit in high school, you know, already at the time, like. You know, when I come to high school, already like talent shows and fucking a bunch of ciphers and all that type of shit. After high school, graduated, did a mixtape, moved to Vegas, performed a little bit. Shot back to Illinois. Did that for a couple of years. Went to Indiana for a little bit. No, fast forward. I'm skipping uh, the military. Went to the military. Went to the army after Vegas for a little bit. Came back. Went to Florida. Came back to Illinois. So, you know. And my family. My, my, my family. Well. Shit. Family. I ain't gonna use family. I got folks in Illinois. <sighs> but there's the world's so big and like I just wanna see so much of it. I don't have enough time to see everything. So I gotta really be more cautious with my time.
sour diesel smoking nice rhythm rhythm put the sour diesel out sativa 26.81% beautiful bud fucking it's all this eighth was like all one nug beautiful But, uh, yeah, man. Things is on the upside right now. My football team doing great, too. Shout out to the Baltimore Ravens right now. Clicking. Uh, Lakers, man. Tonight was opening night NBA, actually. I, earlier, I thought it was a couple of days from now. But, yeah. So, and I just got back. Probably like, maybe like, yeah, well, at this point, I just got on the microphone probably like eight hours after, after uh, me and Shano was on the first time. So I just already got on the internet and seen, I Googled everything in the NBA, whatever, and seen the, uh, the Lakers lost to the Warriors. And I looked at the fucking box score, and it did not look good for L.A. Which, it'll get better. I definitely assume, and I bet on it. And if I lost money on them, then you still feel confident losing money with that. But, and A.D. and LeBron had 33 apiece, I think. So, they had good games. But everybody else just was struggling and had low points. And Westbrook especially. Like low. No triple-double either. Nothing above 10. So I'm sure that's not going to fucking stay the same. He's just got to be careful though. I hope that works. But it might not work, and it and, and it's been like that. It happened like that a couple of times in L.A. that year, like in 04, which I, I, I don't know how they didn't win that series, man. Like what happened just if, if Detroit was just really better all the way around or that year uh, you had Peyton, Kobe, Malone, and Shaq. Oh, my God. So that was that year that uh they didn't win. Then it was that year, that first year, like Kobe and like Dwight Howard was there. They didn't win. And Kobe didn't win two championships. So that's third. So, yeah, you know, Lakers have been a successful franchise, but but now will be the the year though. They really gotta they gotta win this though. Man, R. I. P. Kobe. I wish Kobe was still alive. 
for real. And Kobe, you know, like Mamba mentality is, I think, something that should be included in the textbooks, like in school or something. Like, you should, people should know about Kobe Bryant as a basketball player and as a competitor. Um, I know he he got into some heat, you know. Some accusations came up, and I know that. But you know that was handled how it was handled. So, however, if you feel something a different way about that, that's you. But you've seen, you know, how it was handled. Nobody will ever score more than 81 points in a game, ever. You know, like, that's fucking... I I think even, like, out of respect, somebody won't even try. But even as a feat, like, nobody's gonna get that off. 81? No. Especially in today's league... Cause, cause at that time in two thousand six, like the Lakers, like they were that bad. Like they, they had nobody else that could score the ball. Kobe was that good, but the all, but the Lakers also were just like you know what I mean. You know how, as a basketball player, for someone to score eighty one points, you know, as a teammate, like everybody's not on the fucking same page, bro. Being happy about that. Some people are like, uh, pass me the fucking ball. Like, <laughs> Kobe, different. <clears throat> Using that mama mentality, though, that fucking never give up that fucking fourth quarter. Clock's running down, you're giving me the ball, I'm going, I'm just going to beat you. Like, his shots would be so pure, you could guard him. You could put good defense on them. It doesn't matter. You're going on a highlight reel, buddy. (laughs) Fucking straight like that. You can come out here and double me and all that. I'm going to fucking make you. I'm going to put you on ESPN and I'm going to score and win the game. And and you're going to hear the crowd go crazy. No matter what you do. And, and just to see that happen in real life is so inspiring. And, I, you know, I'm trying to emulate that in some form or way. It might come through as a podcast form or a rap form. But I just relate to, so, to Kobe so much. And, like, I aspire that. Like, it just, he was a great guy. It's terrible how the way he passed... And what happened and everything in that situation. And, and, and rest in peace to Gigi. And, you know, sh- and shout out to Vanessa Bryant. And, you know, still prayers out to them. But still, you know, just shout out to her and everything. And, you know, the rest of the Bryant family, the extended Bryant family. Uh, man. 
well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna close this segment out. It's been about forty five minutes. I'm gonna close this segment out. I know it kind of got dark talking about Kobe towards the end, but you know, purple and gold forever, man. Like, man, the legend, number eight and number twenty four. He was so raw. He had two numbers. And who other than Jordan, you know, and, you know, and, well, shit, and LeBron had different numbers, too. Six and 23. And Melo, too. A couple people, I guess. But... So, so to sum it up before I leave, yeah, I am London's dad. Fucking now we got fucking DNA fucking swab testing about it. So I am London's dad. I don't get along with my baby mama or her baby daddy or her baby daddy's girlfriend. <clears throat> and to be fair, to be frank with like any of the man that my baby mama's with <clears throat> at this point. Because the last few, you know, it's been a few that ran their mouth. And I spoke to all of them and, you know, got some shit off myself. But I pulled up. I pulled up on a motherfucker and a motherfucker was scared. And that's just what it is and what it was. And I don't, you know, I'm glad that that situation is no longer... A thing, but I don't. That taught me too, though. I, you know, because I keep it real. A big part of the reason I pulled up on Buddy was because of my baby mama, and the fact that they was together, and the fact that how both they was both being disrespectful towards me, and running their mouth and doing all that. So you know, I wanted to pull up just to show them, like, hey, it's really like this with me. It could really go down. You sitting over there talking your talking that shit, but it could really go down with me. And I'm and I pull up to where you at out of town, like you know, a slide. Like that's real I've really did that and I've hey I'm trying to live my life more peacefully to on on some never having to do that shit ever. But I swear I pulled up on buddy ass and he was upstairs. Never came down. You know? And I ain't breaking no laws. Listen, and a, and a baseball bat is what? It's not a fucking gun. <laughs> it's not an axe. It's not a machete. It's a baseball bat. I'm not... I'm that's And how I went about it was so smooth. I didn't get arrested and you, and you couldn't arrest me. You can't, I didn't do shit. Didn't break the law. I'm just here, though. It's like, you know, it's like a lion trying to... It's like seeing a loose lion in the streets. Now you're going to want to try to get them to t- try to detain them to make sure other people fucking want to say they feel safe. But do you really want to go fuck with that lion and get them, though? If you do, you better really be with it, and you better be ready and come prepared. One false move, it could be over. You don't know what that lion on. That lion eat your ass up. You better be careful. Fucking with me.
I still I still think about that scene, man, that whole day. How that shit happened, like that shit was crazy. My baby mama, man, then had she didn't slept with so many different men since we broke up. We broke up last year. And that was a real life breakup, G. And I remember that first one, that first time we really broke up when I left Greenup and came to Shinova in February. 2020. Oh. Man, bro, it's just fucked up how time's been moving. I went back out there and all that, and you know, still ended up coming back, staying in Shinoa for a minute, dealing with all that, and even to this point, like with the Shinoa shit. So I, I know I ain't really spoke too much about that, and uh, man, shit's crazy where I'm at with my family. Like, and, but I, you know, it's raw about me and, and like some of my music, and like when it gets real personal. You could go listen to that long time coming song that I did on my SoundCloud, Chief Mulatto Poppy on my SoundCloud. Long time coming when I say, it feels like I keep losing my family members. That's that's some real shit. And after watching my uncles die, and after falling out with my cousins and my aunt, now it's like shit and all I got left was my parents. And that's that reality too, bro. It's like, you know, you really only got yourself, but like your parents, they the my parents love me, they got me. Like I even somebody even said the other day, like shit, today. Give them, talking about my mom like as a compliment, like, yeah, your mama love you, your mama got you, this and that. <laughs> But yeah, you know, but that just, that's how I know I'm a good-ass parent too, though, because I had good-ass parents also. So that's, that's only motivation to be a good parent. Plus, my kid's great, and she's two years old. This OP don't. Drop until the end of next year, until the end of 2022. So, I gotta get this modified and just start going through visitation and shit. I can't just wait and fucking depend on Amber and shit. Like, I don't fuck with her. I don't, you know. I wish I could be able to say I did as a father, not as her specifically, you know, because really, we. We did each other greasy. I include myself. I don't be. I'm not the victim though. Like I'm not no no. I'm you feel me? I'm not the innocent motherfucker either. You know, but I know I never cheated, and I know I wish I would have. And I turned down pussy when I was with my baby mama, and that kills me to know. 
So that, you know, moving forward, I'll, I'm never, I'm not going to be in a relationship. I'm not going to have no, uh, I'm not going to have no, uh, monogamous relationship. At the end of the day, you're not going to, you're not willing to really put up with me. You're going to leave me. You're not going to fucking go through shit. No, people aren't built that way to do that. You know, people get in their, in their emotions when things don't go their way and they'll just, oh, I'm breaking up with you or, oh, you know, I'm going to do something crazy. You know, people don't, you know, so I'm not going to fucking lie to myself. And I'm not going to fucking make those sacrifices because of some loyalty factors or because of your feelings. I'm just not going to do that. Especially when pussy's involved because I'm... Because that's so carnal. You know, I just want to fuck. <clears throat> Women get tied all in their emotions when it comes to sex. I just want to fuck and come. That's it. <sighs> but, I think that's going to wrap it up. <laughs> I think I, I can hear like my nose getting stuffy. So if this audio sounds funny, then that's probably just my nose. So I apologize if that's the case. But I'm pretty high, so we're gonna bounce out. Dope school Marco podcast. It's been a good episode. Again, uh, it's a pleasure having my my friend Shane on the podcast. Uh, you might hear him again on this episode. You might not. If you don't, I'm sure you'll uh. Hear from them again in the future. So, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Hit these question polls up. Let me know how you feel. Uh, start clicking on that, uh, voice message link and leave me a voice message and shit. I'll play it on the podcast. Or you could, uh, you know, email me different things or text me or whatever. I'll, I'll put it on here. If it's all, if it's positive, if it's cool, I'll do it. If it's lame. I might still call you out and still rip on you, so either way, it's been real. Adult School Marco Podcast, peace out. Yo, we're back. What up, what up, what up? Big smoke break, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Lasted a Yeah, we did. (laughs) That other night with the medibles, bro, was a different experience. Yeah, I usually take it to like one or two bowls a night. That's it. But um, you fed me quite a bit of that. And dabs. And weed. weed. Had two 100 milligram edible peanut butter bars. And then a five five pack of 50 milligram gummies. Sativa gummies. High as fuck. Tunnel vision. I swear it. There's nothing micro about that. <laughs> um, you know, actually, yesterday, come to find out, yesterday was NBA tip off. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was still preseason. I thought like the, the regular season was up for another week. Lakers lost. Fucking Westbrook played like shit, and now hopefully, I'm sure he'll turn that around or whatever. But like he, I hope so. Had, like he had like. Like six points, 
four rebounds and like three assists. Like it was. Yeah, bad. four turnovers. I saw. Like, and he played. He had minutes. You know, he had thirty some minutes. Like, fucking trash though, dude. Step it up, bro. Like we brought you over here to L.A. You're from L.A. You're repping Kobe too, because we all know how big he Kobe was in your career and how much you speak about him. So, you got to play better, buddy. Like. You know, you know that. So. I think it'll come. Yeah, well, I'm not even going to bust his balls about it. I know. But somebody's got to get on here and say it. Like, you know, Monday morning quarterback this thing. Because, like, I thought, I uh, thought it come out a little bit better than that. LeBron and AD both had 30. Did they? I didn't see anybody else's stats. I looked at it for a brief second. But, yeah, they lost against the Warriors. Steph Curry still Steph Curry. There's really nothing too much you can say about him. He's like a machine, like a three-point-making machine. Do they still have Clay Thompson? Yeah. You think they got another shot, winning another title? The year – or, you know, the NBA hasn't seen a healthy Golden State in, what, two years? Yeah, two years, something like that. So, um, up until all that – those injuries and stuff started happening. They were the motherfuckers. So yeah, I mean, they uh I think they could take it back and 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 start splashing threes all over the place and and get nasty with it. They've had they've made some decent, you know, um Yeah, yeah, they picked up some decent people along the way in those 2 years or so and I want to see Andrew Wiggins step into his like tap into that potential uh cuz he's on there. Um they got some. They got a couple other good players, but I think Steph is a is a capable player. He can elevate somebody else's game, or at least try to put them in the best type of position to succeed. But uh, <clears throat> some of these first round picks are really busts in the NBA. Like, but sometimes they never really get a, a good fair shot either, though, because you know, there's just it's so like football. It's like a fifty fan, a fifty-five man roster, like you know. But basketball is like twelve active players, like thirteen, fourteen, maybe even fifteen. Uh, we see that on the video games, but is that really? I mean, yeah, like in real life, as far yeah. Well, so right. the Golden State Warriors right now have three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen players on their roster, but one of them is Avery Bradley, and he just got traded to the Lakers. So they got about seventeen players. It looks like. Good. And he played for Boston. Yeah, he's solid. He's solid. Early, dude. That's fucking. That's that's bad news for Westbrook, bro. Your ass is already done, bro. They just fucking traded for a point guard after the first game. Hmm. Fuck. <laughs> Wasting no time, dude. Like when you look at the stats, I'm telling you, like not even, not even to really just talk shit. But yeah, bro, Westbrook played like shit. Is Avery Bradley a point guard or is he a shooting guard? I'm sure he's running the point. You think so? Oh, I'm positive. HIV positive. Oh, he's a, he says he's a guard. So, he is a guard. He's going to be he, – he's either position. the ball up for sure. But maybe if they just switch that around. But see, he might be – he might just not work in the system. We have to wait and see. And I'm not speculating anything. I really hope that it works out for Westbrook over there, especially for LeBron and Carmelo. Like, if they all want to ring together, that would be awesome. 
It would be cool. I'd still think hopefully sometime before the trade deadline ends that, you know, somehow, some way, the Lakers acquire Derrick Rose. And, um, man, I just want him to have one ring. That's it. Like, I mean, he could have more. That's great. But, I like, the likelihood. Yeah, I want Derrick Rose to have at least one ring, man. He's from Chicago, you know. Youngest youngest MVP, right? Uh, Rookie of the year. Something like that. Either way, great accolades. Great player. I mean, you know, injuries, but that shit happens. Dude, he was on, on – I think he's on – dude, he was like uh, before Westbrook was like – real. dude, he set – he I believe he literally set um, – the way for the point guards to be explosive the way they are now, like Russell Westbrook. Um, you know, you have some of those guys that can really take it to the rim and be explosive. And I think Derrick Rose set the way for that. Who's a better shooter now, right now? Who's a better shooter right now? Fucking, uh, yeah, Westbrook or Rose? Probably Rose. I'll bet Rose. <laughs> I mean, Westbrook takes a lot of shots. You know, NBA 2K put uh, Westbrook's rating this year on 2K at an 85. Really? I don't know. But how is he that – how can you rate him that bad when he's he's still averaging triple-doubles, but the numbers he put out in the first game, like he's not going to – unless he starts spazzing out and goes on a streak, he won't average a triple-double this year. Unless he, like, I mean, playing the way he's playing, like, unless he fucking, like I said, starts snapping. So, I believe Derrick Rose is shooting better because his field goal percentage for the past, let's say, seven years have been 40% or higher, right? And currently, 2020 for the Knicks says he's at 48.7 shooting percentage. Let's do Russell. Um, 2020, he was 43.9. So, with a lot more shot attempts. But, um, Derrick Rose is a better shooting percentage. There you have it, folks. ESPN analyst, Shano. Yeah, man. Just trying to bring the truth out there. Yeah, we're not fake news at all. No, man. We give you the stone cold facts. Stone cold facts. You ask a question. We're gonna look it up on Google. That's just what we do. Hard hours of looking up shit on Google. Hard hours, man. What do we do? Spend like six hours trying to find all the information for Russell Westbrook and Derrick Rose, right? Exclusively. Jeez, man, we had to call a few guys up at the ESPN Center building. (laughs) Yeah, the little folks down there. What's the what's the scoop, man? On Russell Westbrook right now. Yeah, fucking, you know, when I'm talking about Westbrook, sometimes I want to say Russell Wilson. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, hey, but for what it is, though, he's he's an incredible quarterback. He's been making some fucking really athletic plays of lately, though. Well, he's hurt. He's hurt right now. He's got about five, four weeks left um, off an injury. Is he hurt right now? Yeah, he's got like a broken finger, thumb, or something. So Geno Smith is starting for him right now. Hey. And if I recall right, they did get the dub against or did no? 
I don't know if they got the dub against the Steelers or not. I can't remember. They uh they played them and I I remember it was a pretty close game. Yeah, so the Steelers actually beat them 23 to 20. Tough, man. Russell Wilson, you got to have him in. If he was in, they probably would have beat that team by 17 points or better. Him and Pete Carroll. I remember when Pete Carroll was coaching USC. And it's funny to, to still see him coaching Seattle. Yeah. That's what, gig, that's what gigs we need. We need to become NFL coaches. Yeah, I'd settle for a referee. You serious? Can you imagine just like one of us being a, a whole fucking NFL coach, but then just like just us stepping into that role, like and like people, like can you? <laughs> I see myself a lot. Would be a lot like Brand, uh, Brandon Staley, the Chargers head coach. I'd be going for it on fourth downs because my balls are huge. Like you looking at us, like yelling at grown men, like you're not doing that fucking fast enough. Yeah, as as I look like fucking Andy Reid. I'm just gonna look like me, like fucking five seven two hundred. <laughs> fucking fucking fuck my shit. You're a piece of shit, and you need to run faster. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, like I'm arguing with like strength coordinators and shit. You need to do your fucking job. I'm stronger than you, bitch. <laughs> I can do more push-ups. No, you can't. <laughs> Water boy, go get me a chicken hoagie now. <laughs> yeah. Little bitch. <laughs> fuck. Waterboy, go to McDonald's and tell you what. Get the fucking quarterback a Big Mac. <laughs> Do it now. You're yeah. going to drink that fucking old Coke before you get on practice, bud. You're going to be puking. I want you to puke. I'd be the worst NFL co- coach in the history. I'd be the best, dude. Fourth and three on their 10. <laughs> on my 10. Doesn't matter, bro. Same thing to me. <laughs> like I'm just ready. I'm just geared up for the press conference at the end of the game. We're getting blown out. It's halftime. I'm just already just fucking well, fucking putting in a dip. <laughs> Crack open a cold bush light. Yeah, right. Fuck it. In, in like a fucking in like a NASCAR attire. Like I got like a fucking NASCAR suit on. Like fucking. It scores fifty-seven to three. Headset on. Yeah, All oh, you can say is, well, we got a field goal at least. So they're not that bad. <laughs> trying to give a motivational speech. Like, you guys can rally that. It's never been done before. 57 to 3 at halftime. It'll be you guys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> trying to give I mean, if they game. scored. I'll bring the rock just to come in also to fucking try to get if they got life. 57 and a half then it's then it shows that it can be done that you can get another 57 and a half <laughs> and still and have that three points that you got from the first half and shut them out the second half shut down, 60 right 60 <laughs> to 57 60. man it can happen it can happen that almost happened to me in madden the other day though it almost happened to my chargers on sunday <laughs> First half, I was playing shutdown football. Then, so I'm playing the Bills, ironically, right? It's the, it's the Chiefs versus the Bills. They have Marvin Harrison and T.O. So, in the first half, I shut them down. Through the second half, dude, they just start lighting me up. Like, 80-yard bomb. Boom, 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 boom. Dude, T.O. and Harrison had three touchdowns apiece. 
Yikes. Each had like 300 plus receiving yards. You hate to see it. Yeah. I bear, I won, but like barely. They went on a big like run in the second half. And I was like, yeah. you know that moment when you're like, oh, I'm not taking it serious. But then it's like, oh, shit, it's getting close. And now I should. And it's like, nail-biter. Yeah. You sit back a little bit. And then you have to sit back up. Up Pretty much on. meaning that it's game time now. If you sit back up, like, oh, fuck, here we go. Okay. Yeah. You ever take steroids and play video games? Uh, Adderall? Yeah. 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 Adderall. That was back in the day, though, man. Uh, that shit is the cheat code. It really is. I, I was playing Fortnite all the time, and I had my hands on that, and, and I was a million times better um, than when I was sober, but. Those days are got long gone now. <laughs> what's what's the guy who made created Adderall? Like, what's he living like right now? Is he always geeked? Is he on Adderall all the time? Like the guy who created acid. He was on acid like the, all the time. Maybe I mean, if he knows how to make it, and he's got everything he's got, and you know that shit is highly addictive. So it's possible. I don't know. Acid is made right. You can't grow acid right. No. Can't grow any form of acid with mate, right? Nope. You can grow shrooms. What but like what are the similarities really like between really like acid and shrooms? The, the like, yeah, what are the similarities like? Can you describe it? Describe the, I mean they both get you out of your out of your realm. Probably. I mean, I've heard that before, but uh, I've done it a handful of times, and it just feels feels like I always get bad, bad vibes. Dude, you know how like like how like spice when it came out, it was like a, it's synthetic, and it was like a version of like weed, but like it was like it's like made weed or whatever, like or whatever. Like, um, can you imagine like what version of acid that would be, like fucking? Some bootleg fucking spice Some acid. Some bootleg, just spice acid? <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying. People on Spice, bro, they would do it. Spice would do like a hit. And like, for like a minute, dude, you're just like. Well, it'd be like 10 minutes, you'd be fried out of your fucking mind, but. Some people would smoke rough. fucking Spice joint, bro. I, I, oh my God. <laughs> it's I so bad. Like, it's sometimes. Yeah. Those are the people now that 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 I develop die. some serious uh, yeah. drug habits along the way. In my experience of seeing people, yeah, man, if you're going to the extreme of doing you know crazy shit like that, and oof, you know, there's a couple of times, but if it's bitter, it's a spitter. That's what I've heard. But by the time you taste it, <laughs> see if it's bitter, you're already fucked. So. <laughs> I never really understood that one. <laughs> if it's bitter, it's a spitter. Man. Yeah. And like, by the, and you know, most of that shit that you drop on your tongue. She's a spitter. I'm going to be that guy. 
<laughs> I like to print off like a hundred stickers. I'm gonna go somewhere where like people got like their cars parked. <laughs> every fucking car. Every telephone pole. Huh? Every telephone pole. Yeah, every fucking stop sign. Dude, Phone booth. They're still around, you fucking know. McDonald's doors. I'm fucking hitting it up. Like they're gonna fucking see me out here with it. I don't know if we're putting that on the sticker just yet. Like maybe if, if this picks up, maybe. What was? What did you more. say? She's a spitter, hitter. No, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's yeah. fucked, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's, it's funny. Okay, gobble the goo. <laughs> that's bad. I better stop. <laughs> Let me. I want to play a bit. I want to play a bit real quick. It's just a, it's a, it's like a four minute bit on YouTube. I pulled up. Okay. I want to play this. You like my shirt? I gotta die to the special at the tackle shop. There's a two for one at the tackle. At the tackle shop. The beat and tackle. I can get you one. It's two for one. 
Wow. How are you, Mr. President? Well, I'm great, especially since you... <coughs> since you exposed all the, all the Jews that were put 5G in my brain that wanted the men. How are you in oral sex? Pretty good, to be honest. My dick come out. Siobhan, how would you like to go on a date with Donald Trump? Yes! Finally! Oh my god, I won. Did I win? I got it. Okay, that was Gillian Keeves. That was Gillian Keeves. So I just really wanted to play that bit really quick and shout out to those guys. I think those guys are really funny. I listen to you guys' podcast. <clears throat> so yeah, we uh we had to play that bit. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Dude, coffee mugs are a booming industry right now. I think we need to come out with our own line of coffee mugs. Coffee mugs, huh? I mean, we are drinking out of them right now, so. Just to really, like, create some fucking crazy, ridiculous. In a coffee mug and just, you know, like some, not Tony the Tiger, but next level. Just get, like, a fucking picture or something or whatever. I mean, look at my Chargers one. It's from, like, the fucking 80s, dude. It's pretty sick. What if we had a picture of, like, fucking Tay-Tay just, like, fucking. Tay-Tay? Shout out Tay-Tay. Type shit like he was just like fucking whatever. It's like a picture of like he was just fucked up or whatever, right? Doing something crazy. Right? Sure. And one day, like you, like he just comes over to your crib and like there's a picture of his face like on a coffee mug. Dude, that'd be. I got an idea. I think I want to do that. Be like, oh yeah, you want this? Oh, you gotta go to Yeah, and by the way, I'm using your face as uh, marketing, yeah. so you have a good and face. You just found out about it. Right. Like you want a free one? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can get Tay Tay on it on this just for one, just the three of us. Fucking just use him as our logo. Like, what? It'd be pretty interesting. Shout out Tay Tay though, man. Yeah, man. Shout out Tay Tay. One one of these days we'll have him on the podcast. Who who are a couple uh, couple people you want to have on the podcast? Like uh, Brock Lesnar for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? But yeah, we specifically. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should get Brock, a ISU Brock professor on here for some clout. Yeah, if we're clout chasing, we got to do it like our way. So yeah, Brock Lesnar. Okay. An ISU professor. Because mm-hmm. yeah. why not? You know, he's gonna have like three hundred kids that are gonna be like, oh, this guy. Did an interview. Uh, one of our high school teachers. I could. Um, I'll pass on that. So I, can get on, get on I don't want to see none of them. Grill them and just be like, grill them. Yeah. Just be like, Why didn't you teach us enough? Yeah, bro. You knew about life this whole fucking time. You're a bitch. And you're yeah. just like whatever. Dude, you can't even teach. Y'all fucking blindsided every kid. Y'all knew what was coming up. You can't teach home ec. And you saw all these innocent motherfuckers running around the halls, right? You can't teach study hall. Yeah. You don't even know how to touch deep. Yeah. You don't even know how to teach study hall. Pretty ripped, bro. <laughs> but, um, yeah, thanks, teachers. Like, it's like, bro, you know, 
when I went to school, Google really wasn't Google. You know, was Google even around in 2006? Are you kidding? Yeah. When did Google come out? Google came out like 1999, bro. I'm Googling that right now. Yeah, Google when Google came out. Google me, Google me. We're going to Google when Google came out. That's one of them fucking time things. Google should know that. Right? Self-reflection. Ninety-seven. I don't know. My pappy bought this land in nineteen too. My pappy. <laughs> what? When did Google come out, dude? Fucking, we're both wrong. Nineteen eighty-seven. No. When? You're not gonna do June fifteenth, two thousand eleven. No, no, the fuck it didn't, dude. Google's been out for. Ever, bro. Okay, no, okay, September fourth, nineteen ninety-eight. All right, bitch. <laughs> You're not gonna believe this, dude. It came out last year. <laughs> you're not gonna believe it. You're out. you're really yeah. Where the fuck are you, man? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I own that, dude. Google Eat that. That's not bad. Yeah, you're older. I'm old as fuck, dude. Being a '90s baby now, I'm now all of a sudden I'm old now. Like remember being a '90s baby, like you're like hip. Now I'm old. Yeah. Because it's fucking 2020. I remember when I was like 17, and somebody's asked like, "What year were you born?" You know, somebody older, and I'm like 92. They're like, "Oh, you're a fucking baby." Dude, what if we make it to like all the way to like uh, fucking 2000? insane that's fucking like trend like just like going into a whole nother two like you know it's 2000 yeah Yeah, so we got to be 100 years old think Think about like how fast already life is is progressing for us since we've been uh so i'm 29 since we've been you know 12 13 you know I remember growing up and I had a, had a, uh, like a six disc, like, like CD player. It was fucking big with speakers. And that was the shit. Now you have something like that. It's like, what the fuck is that? You know, you got a Sony speaker that could produce shit louder than that stereo could. And it's like literally a fraction of the size of the stereo. So imagine fucking another 20 years from now for us, it's going to be completely different. I think every decade is going to look insane insanely different from now on that was today the last day for that or some shit or was it yesterday or i don't know did you feel weird yeah i don't know i've been in a constant state of weird since i got my third eye so i don't know i didn't really feel too much different maybe more tired your third eye yeah what's that what's your third eye just like being woke, you know? <laughs> it's already exhausting when you have that open, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Fucking buzzed, boy. <laughs> yeah. Woke up, had a decent breakfast, had a cup of coffee, smoked some weed. Yeah, yeah, not bad. 
Slept in. Slept in pretty good. This is that chill episode podcast. Later on, we're going to put out a poll in the podcast, like a question. We'll do like a question or whatever. And like, you can click on polls or whatever. It's like, what kind of question do you think we should put out for this episode? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Literally, you could put out any question. What? Okay. So what do you, what we need to start first, what topic should it should it be a sports? Should it be a politics? Should it be? Um, should it be the level of your wokeness? <laughs> let's keep it financial. Let's talk about like money. So like advice about like money. Adult School and Marco Podcast.